Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 97. Nice. And we got Scott back. Yay, Yay. Scott. Oh, we missed you so much last week, man. Yeah, yeah, whatever. No, we really did. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, we got to talk to each other again? I know. What did we say? This is not good. Uh, Not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) We did make it through. Um, You need a breaker. You need a breaker in the middle, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we did not drone on way too much and uh, completely kill our audience. But uh, (laughs) you guys did a fine job. We had a good discussion. You did a fine job. And, I mean, we had a lot to talk about with this thing coming up tonight. So, But before Mm -hmm. we get into that, Scott... How was yes, your week last week? Did you do okay? Um, I survived. Okay, you survived. I survived. Still yeah. surviving. Yeah, we had we had your kids in for the weekend, mm. and uh, that's that's a lot of children. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. And you loved every minute of it because we, we did. certainly did. We actually had a fun time. We had a very fun time. And yeah, and I'm sure you guys had a blast. We did. Freedom. Yeah, we got stuff done. <laughs> That's well, about as much so of a depressing. blast as it is nowadays. No, you went to a party and all. Oh, too. yeah, we did. We went to a party and stuff, and that yeah, yeah, that was good. We showed our face in public. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. So, what you drinking tonight, buddy? I am us? drinking another one that I got way down south in Louisiana, called Commotion. Ooh. Commotion. Well, yep. the, what's the brewery? Uh, the brewery is uh, Craft. A great raft brewing hmm. um, out of Shreveport, Louisiana, and it's an American pale ale, and it is absolutely delicious. It's the best one I had when I was in Louisiana. <laughs> All right. Um, of the different beers we tried, jo- my son and I loved it immensely. We kept buying six packs of it, and then yeah. having headaches the next day. You guys were like stumbling between bars and yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty convenience much. stores, whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. good. That's yes, bonding but I time would, right it there. It is bonding. It is. It was a lot of bonding. I am definitely recommending this to anybody down south who wants to try it. So it's Great Raft Brewing from Shreveport, Louisiana. All right. And we're going to do, we, we're doing take two on a Terrapin Goosa. Uh-oh. Yes. When dun, we first, dun, 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 dun. Goosa. Yeah, almost, uh, let's see, almost 100 episodes now it's been. Uh, mm-hmm. We had tried their watermelon Goosa. Uh, yeah. This is... Uh, grapefruit peel gosa. It's called good. Good to gosa from Terrapin <laughs> good. Brewery. It's at, good. <laughs> good to gosa out of uh, Athens, Georgia. And what do you think? 
It's really good. It's actually very good. Yes. Wow. Better I than know. the watermelon, huh? Holy cow, yeah. Hell yeah. There, it's not as salty. It mm-hmm. is It is very sweet, but it's not as sweet as the watermelon. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of coriander in it. It's actually very good. I'm, mm-hmm. I was impressed because I was really mad when Stuart brought it home. Oh, were you? Because I was like, oh, I don't want that crap. She wouldn't let me in the house. But it's actually, it's drinkable. I like it. Okay, well, good. Yeah, we got good. beyond that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Repaired our relationship, and now Kim is getting lit. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's not okay. that strong, so that's good, too. Not at all. So we shouldn't be uh, tripping over our words tonight as much. That's good. Okay, let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about, and that is the mid-season finale. The Walking Dead, Season 8, Episode 8, How It's Gotta Be. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Alabama election tonight. Oh, no, no, nope. Not doing that. No. Not at all. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right so what do you guys think? Yes or no? Good or bad? I thought it was very good. I think the only thing that was bothering me during this episode was all the stuff that was said about the episode before it happened. Yeah, same. Because so I, I kept waiting. Kind of okay, letdown. So who's actually going to die? We even did a poll of like, who do you think is going to die? Because they said it was going to be a shocking moment. So the yep. entire episode, I was watching, okay, when's the shocking moment? When's the shocking moment? And then when it happened, I was like, was that the shocking moment? <laughs> I guess that was the shocking but moment. But it was, no, it was, I, I really enjoyed um, the saviors kind of going back out to all their little societies they were controlling. Every, you know, like I had Gavin, Simon, and Negan going out to the, the different pieces that they controlled and, and trying to uh, gain the reins again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, you know, I thought that was good, even though it was... After all the buildup, as they normally keep doing, you know, the slow buildup of confidence only to take the rug out from under your feet again. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what happened in this episode. So I, I enjoyed oh. it. But, um, you know, we got a lot more to look forward to in the next part of it. But, man, kind of sucked for everybody. And especially Carl. Hmm. <laughs> well, I kind of feel the same way in that I feel a little bit let down by the death because, first of all, I thought Gabriel was definitely a goner. I thought there were going to be two people gone. And I said Gabriel and Carl. Yeah, but would you have been like, oh, that's, yeah. Oh, that. I mean, it's not shocking. And everybody knew that Gabriel was probably going to die anyways. Right. And that's what I'm saying is, like, Carl was not very shark- shocking to me just because of all the news information that we had for the past six months to a year mm-hmm. about the actor himself, Chandler Riggs. And about where his life was going. Now we come to find out later that it's all because of this happening, uh, a direct relation to this. But um, I I just feel like there are no more surprises on this show. The Red Machete was more surprising than this episode was. That was was very surprising. The Red Machete. And more exciting. And I miss that about this show. This I think they started losing it like episode. I mean, season six or so. That excitement where you had no idea what was going to be coming around the corner. And now I feel like we can anticipate everything. So that being said, it was a good episode. I just don't have, there was no shock value for me. Well, there were shocking things like you you had Carl up on top of the fence. And all of a sudden, he wasn't up on the fence anymore. You're like, well, that was shocking. Like, how the <laughs> hell did he get off the fence? <laughs> well, I mean, it, his speech was good. And, and we can talk about that later. But, like, his speech was really good. And him stepping up to the plate and leading Alexandria as his father would have, that was good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was about it. Scott, 
What are your thoughts? Um, I, I hate to go to negative town, but I did not like the episode. Uh, there was way too many holes in the story. Some some things that just were so so lame and obvious. I was just kind of like, really? You know, I, for instance, I will give you one example: the fact that um, Simon and the boys let Maggie go. Mm. I mean, uh, are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? Are you kidding yeah. me? I mean, that was one of the mandates from from Negan is to bring him the widow, the the uh, the king, and 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 Rick and Rick, and and he's got him there. You know, it it didn't make any difference to send her back with them they could have taken her there sent them back to the hilltop and gotten the same damn result so i just thought that was so stupid and silly well yeah why the leniency yeah i mean it just made no sense and the fact that the you know that whole scene with them on the road there was just silly i mean not one person shot back or anything you know no one in the convoy they're all loaded for bear to get it get up to sanctuary for the battle and all and and they just nice and quietly get surrounded, mm-hmm. and no one takes a shot at anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. Really, I know. Really, I mean, I it, that was terrible. It was a terrible scene. I don't know if it was terrible. It was terrible. It wasn't very <laughs> convincing. I can tell you that. It was, I, it was I, I agree with you on the fact that you know why why is is the hilltop the ones that are like okay they let them go. That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me at all. They would, they would definitely, they would definitely escort them for one thing, and mm-hmm. you know, there, there's no freedom at this point. No, I, I mean, mean, I so, got the fact of why they release them as far as letting them go back because they want to keep them intact because they want them to be producing the food. But yeah, Maggie going back with them is the thing that made no sense to me at all. Yeah, why not take away the leader? Right, and the fact that no one from the hilltop fought back. I mean, they just sheepishly gave up. Well, I mean, you had your like... le- you had your leader and and Jesus in the main car, and they've got um, uh, Jerry with mm-hmm. at gunpoint right in front of them at that point. So I mean, but, but Stu, I think that, I think Stu, even the before that, though. saviors were pretty much put them on lockdown because they, no. they pulled the truck up in front. Maggie and Jesus are still trying to assess the situation, and then all of a sudden, their people behind them are surrounded by people. But so there was, like, nothing they could fucking do, and if they did Stu. something, uh-huh. they, if they did do something at that point, it would have killed a lot of people. Well, no doubt, but, but Stu, they, get, they didn't do anything even before the van pulled up with Jerry in the back. Everybody just stopped and watched the cars behind them. They just sat there. And then the and then no, the van I mean, comes right up when, on the side. Yeah, but right when they they notice, right when she finally commences Jesus, a tree didn't just fall because Jesus was like, "Well, that right. can just happen, right?" And then all of a sudden, that's when the van pulled up. So it wasn't like they no, were no, sitting no, there no, like, no, 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 no. "We're going to hang true. out here for a while no, and see if that tree true. moves." She called back. She called back to, to Birdie to, to Birdie and said, "Hey, turn around." And then when they turned around, they saw the, that's the vehicles the car, yeah. there, and then the van comes riding up. So what did That's you true. expect them to do, Scott? Get out. I would and have expected to get out and and start doing something. I mean, not just sit quietly in their cars like a church group. <laughs> I mean, I, I there, was, I there just, was a hesitation for sure, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was um, ridiculously unbelievable. It was definitely hesitation, but I don't think that it was like completely poorly played. I don't think they would have had time to get to for everyone to get out of their cars no, before I, they I had agree. been surrounded. But nobody did. Nobody did. It wasn't like Maggie set up and down the line. Okay, everybody, hands down. You know, 
No, no one reacted to it. Well, and, there, and there is and a question. Like that, of, there is a question when you're looking at all the people in that line of cars, though. Who is who's are the saviors uh-huh. getting out, and who are the people in the convoy getting out? Right. And what cars now, keep are in actually mind, in the too, convoy? Jerry, Jerry was to pull on our heartstrings. Those people don't know Jerry. That's true. That's you know, point. I mean, it's not like it's not like Jerry is one of theirs or something like that. Jerry's just some dude that they pulled out of the back of the van. But they brought him to the front of the line where Jesus and Maggie are seeing him, and they're the yeah. ones that are making the decisions. So, yeah, it's going to pull on their heartstrings. Oh, the rest of people probably don't care, or don't, I mean, not not care, but, you know, they're not as affected as the other two are. But I thought, oh, we, oh, yeah, we're not even thinking that the people that are behind me are even seeing what the hell's going on. Right. At this point. I mean, you've got the, the, the leaders are in the main car, so. But I do find it lame that Neil got shot. He was our only death, our only major death. <laughs> Neil, and he's not even Neil, major. We meet, we meet Neil, and then we shoot Neil. Yeah. Yes. What'd he say? Hot damn or something like that? <laughs> yeah, he had one line, his one famous line, hot yeah. damn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Neil. It was, a good, it was a good line. Yeah. And it, I think it, it was just so much, it was so such a setup to let Simon strut around. Yeah. You know, and I just, I was like, oh, brother. I was watching that. That was. You know. We also don't know what happened to Jerry after they were released. No. Did Jerry go back with the Saviors, or did he go with Hilltop? No, I don't know. I have a feeling you went with the Saviors, but um, if that's the case, like Scott said, why not take Maggie? Because Maggie holds more clout. And right. with the guys that were in the um, King Kim, Ezekiel's, don't. what? So, don't so- start agreeing with Scott. Oh. Hey, it's hey, a hey. slippery so, slope. So, so I guess we're supposed to understand that that uh, Simon called an audible at the line um, about he made the decision not to take Maggie because that was his orders was to bring Maggie. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying is that the the people that are with King Ezekiel they they have said he is more mon- he's worth more alive as a prisoner than he is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't Maggie the same? Exactly. So I mean, if if they take Maggie, the people from the hilltop might be more inclined to actually listen and follow the rules and produce and not. That's, that's what I think is great about this episode is that you've got those three guys that are out there, Negan, Gavin and Simon, and they all treat the people they are controlling in a completely different way. Yes. They Gavin do. is up there saying. I really don't want to do this. Mm. And mm-hmm. good Lord, there are kids present. You know, come on, give up your guy. And, you know, you and know the Simon one thing I out. wanted. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. What, what, what did you want? No, I was going to say, you know, the one thing I really would love to know is what was Gavin before all this? What, yeah. what, 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 he's the most interesting character for me of the, of the bad guys. I mean, you know, Simon's a little Negan. Yeah. Um, but Gavin, with you know his obvious guilt and uncomfortableness over the situation, I would love to find out what you know what was his position before. Mm-hmm. I mean, was he like a school principal or something, or was he a mechanic say. or yeah. professor? Yeah. Right, because yeah, he he has more of a give and take, whereas everybody else is just a take. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually bring up Simon a very... manipulates everybody a lot more, whereas right. Gavin actually. Goes with you know what what people's he's just natural to, sensibilities might be. He's trying to keep be. the peace as much as possible. Yeah, but Stuart brings up a good point. Like they all <clears throat> treat their people differently. So Gavin, mm-hmm. I think what you were going to say, he's very um, 
he feels a lot of guilt, but he's the one that's going after Ezekiel and wants that to happen. Whereas Simon could give two shits about anybody and lets Maggie go. Mm-hmm. So what? Where's that? Yeah, and, 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 he, and he gives his reason being that um, the former leader of the hilltop, um, Gregory. 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 Yes, Gregory. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. We all kind of blocked <laughs> huh. on that. I was one. thinking Kingdom for some reason. Hey, yeah. vapor lock. Um, but, he was but, never a leader, so no one ever thought about that. So. Well, Simon, you know, says that Gregory embarrassed him for, in front of Negan, right? Mm-hmm. So he's gonna have. He wants Maggie to do better. What would be more way of turning things around with Negan than showing up with Maggie? Right. Well, you know the. Uh, and I give you this. The weird thing is that with Simon on this, he's almost acting like Gregory was still in charge in some way. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that now he's giving her the chance to be in charge that's what the way the dialogue seemed to be set oh, up as though it's like no i totally like, agree with you yeah but like still. like gregory I, I don't know like like he thought maybe gregory was still in charge i don't know well i think up until gregory screwed up he 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 was thinking gregory was in charge and it wasn't until um people weren't listening to gregory that he realized oh gregory's lame he's not the guy that's in charge mm-hmm. and uh but still, nonetheless, um, he didn't accomplish anything by sending Maggie back to the hilltop. He could have taken her and sent Jesus and everybody back to the hilltop to produce, and it would have it would have had the same effect, maybe even he, more effect. I think he thought that by shooting Neil, mm-hmm. that he shocked her enough at that point, because he was all you know nice niceties up until that point when he shot him. Right. Then he was like, "Do you get this point? Do you got it?" Right. And I agree with you. But again, he he has the same shock factor with Jesus. You know, yeah, he could send Jesus back with everybody and bring Maggie back to the sanctuary. And, you know, I mean, we can go on and on about this point, but I that was for me, there was a lot of holes in the plot lines. OK, like well, that. OK, let's let's get to another one that you're probably perturbed at as well. The very okay. start of the show. Uh, uh when Rick comes up with uh, when Rick is walking up there with Jadis and the junkyard dogs <laughs> that pissed me off and they realize that no one is there and then yeah. Rick is getting shot at right and they and all they run, run away. away and that was it I know and it was like I mean that I was know. it for the the entire that entire crew they're gone and they're like Peace I even out. wrote it down I even wrote it down at the time I was like well, what the hell was the last episode about then? <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, what did we go through all this stuff getting these junkyard people involved? And then they just turn tail the first sign of the action. Which yeah. we said the entire time, there you can't count on them. Why would you even go after them to talk to them? The only the only thing I can hope is that somehow they have some some way that that will come into play in the second half of the season. But so we so we, the, they've the two strikes and now they get one more, huh? Yeah. We get one more chance. Yeah, right. Mm. Um, but I just thought, I was just like, oh, come on, really? Jeez. And That's actually, just... one of our, our um, followers on Twitter said, and they had all the guns. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they so did. It, it's and like, you saw and they Rick's have all fa- the guns now. And you saw Rick's face. He was kind of like, oh, man. I know. <laughs> they all bolted. <laughs> but then he got all excited because Carol drives up. Right. Out of the blue. Nowhere. Yeah. Where does she come Her from? And Jerry. Yeah, but that was that was lame. <laughs> and in fact, Kim and I Kim and I watched the entire episode missing the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted after the episode, 
so the junkyard dogs didn't ever show up. And then we right. watched it again. I was like, oh, they were there for the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> How absolutely ridiculous. They turned tail yes. and ran. That, that was pretty much their whole show. Yeah. And uh, so, so I got to ask when they when. Um, so you've got the one sniper that was taken out. And then Rick says, I can't remember what directions he, he but he said like uh, north, north, south, south east right. or something like that. He was checking right. into the other snipers. Mm -hmm. So Morgan was one of those guys. The one right. guy is gone. Mm -hmm. And so when they talk about the other vehicles that are still available that the snipers mm -hmm. probably didn't take mm -hmm. right? Um, because they didn't make it out of there. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones that Jerry gets in one yeah. and right. Carol, right. Carol gets mm -hmm. in one and, and, uh, and Rick. Rick gets in one. OK. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why they're this. driving what separately happened? and all of a sudden uh, Jerry gets hit. Right. Right. Do you something. think they were were they going to different places or were they all driving? Yeah in the same car no, i mean they were, they were driving to the same place they, they were, were splitting all going up. to different places to inform so jerry was probably yeah. like heading to the kingdom and yeah well, we know carol, carol went was, to the kingdom yeah right. they're trying to let everybody know that okay. they, they got out of the sanctuary everybody no no the, the only reason i was asking is i couldn't quite figure out if they were like a caravan and jerry gets picked off the back i'm like what happened to the rest of them but no no they I'm, were separate they were separate okay yeah my question though is are we really to believe that this are the good guys, I guess you could say, put this whole thing in motion where they have these walkers at sanctuary and they only left four people to watch mm -hmm. over the entire operation to make sure nothing bad happened? And how are they supposed to get in touch with the other good guys to let them know that something bad might be happening? How um, do they warn them? I don't know. And then that when, seems like a big flaw. Yeah, when you have a uh, Daryl come in and break open a huge hole in the side of the building. Yep. Yeah. Why not radio right away? Like, holy shit! Did you just see what Daryl just did? Okay. So are we all in agreement that Daryl fucked everything up? That's the premise of this. Daryl. I think Darryl so. That's up yeah. another big plot hole for me. They give they they take they let Daryl off the hook. <laughs> Scott Scott can't <laughs> even get it out. <laughs> They let Daryl off the hook. I mean, yeah. you know, they spend all this time to, to let Daryl off the hook. And I'm just like, come on. You know what? They, they did build it up a good bit in the in the show where he's like, it worked. It worked. Which yeah, just yeah. kind of like made it like so magnified that it did not work. <laughs> yeah. And, and then Rosita, Rosita's like, well, you know, even if it didn't work, it was a mistake. And I'm just going, yeah, no yeah. shit, Sherlock. I mean. <laughs> It was it was a it was a bad idea, and we they all should make be taking mistakes, Daryl. It's well, okay. And of course, the first words they have with Dwight is, "Was it our fault?" <laughs> they uh, right, right, right. Yep. I was like, true. "Come on!" But when Michonne was talking to Daryl towards the beginning, and mm -hmm. she's like, uh, "What did she say?" I'm glad. Well, she I'm, said, I, "I'm sorry, I didn't make it, or whatever." And he was like, "Don't worry about it." It worked. It worked. Yeah, it worked. Right, but it made it sound like she didn't know that they had gone through with it. Well, like she did. She was hoping that they had still backed off. Yeah, at that point they that? didn't. Yeah, at point okay. they, that point they didn't because she just went straight back to uh, Alexandria. So she, right. there's no way she would know if if they even pulled it off or not. Yeah, but the way she was talking to him, like they had a chance before that conversation happened for him to say, "Oh, guess what? We did it." And I know. I, see, I got a different impression. I kind of had the I, I kind of had the impression she already knew about it, and they were just kind of rehashing a little bit. Oh. I don't know, but, but the fact that he said it worked, I don't know. I was like, yeah. "Fuck you, asshole!" Yeah, because it didn't. That's what I'm saying. It didn't. Right when he said that, right away, I was like, "Oop." 
I mean, I want, I want to, I was really hoping that, you know, the whole, you know, we won't talk about it much right now, but the whole laugh last, uh, quarter of that show I thought was fantastic. Um, in the, in the sewer tunnels and so forth. Mm-hmm. But I would, you know, the fact that they were letting Daryl off the hook like that, I really wanted to see Rick pound the shit out of Daryl for pulling that thing. And, you know, if they go in there and then they soft shoe it with Daryl, that's, that's stupid. I have a feeling they will. They will. Totally. <clears throat> okay. And that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, since we didn't get your opinion on the last show. Yes. Were you confused at all at the end of the last show as to what happened? Uh, remind I'm, I'm gu- me. Can I what guess the- real quick? Scott's going to say no. <laughs> well, yeah. Remind me. Though. I mean, what was the <laughs> no, ending okay, of it? Okay. The end of the show was um, Rick going up there. Okay. Uh, first off, it was um, they're all trapped inside. The women's yeah. talking about how long they're going to be stuck there. Eugene says they're going to be there a couple days. And then Eugene goes up to talk to Negan about uh, how he has a plan to get them out of that situation. Right. right. And, and they then, talk, and they're then talking about how up. much ammo it's going to take to get them out right. of that situation right. and all that kind of stuff. Rick shows up and... And it's a done deal. It's a done deal. Everything's quiet. Yeah. I, I You know, the one thing that, that stood out for me on that thing is... Um, is uh, He's talking about making bullets. Did Eugene already make bullets? I mean, what the hell? You know, yeah, they, they were firing off the over whole, whole storyline. Well, I think. I mean, I think what he he was talking about bullets to replace what they were going to use. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah no, yeah. no, I got that. I got that. Because he no, said, I mean, he said, "Get me in front of those machines, or get those machines to me, and I'll make more." Well, it you know it it it's uh, I'm glad you asked that, Stu, because it also brings up one of the other points in this episode that bothered me is that we never got an explanation on how they got out. Yeah, I mean, well, come yeah, on. That, and I guess that's what I was leading to is that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, we still don't know what they did to get the hell out of there. Because when Simon is talking about um, how great Eugene is, he's yeah. like, "I want you guys to listen." He doesn't right. say it. He says it more eloquently than that. Yeah. Simon, yes, Simon. Yes, he says. He says, "I want you to do active listening now." Yes, active listening now. And yeah. then you can hear that the speakers are go, going again, which are, I would assume, are that car, or at least the same yeah. sort well, of Yeah, well, he said that they're leading, right, he said. Yeah, because it was the same music that was being played mm-hmm. uh, with the opera singer. Mm-hmm. And and they were like, oh, yeah, Eugene did this. And it was like, well, you know, they already had that thing before. So what did Eugene do to get those guys back out of there? Unless they shot their way out of there and got that other truck that had the speakers in the first place. Well, there was something, I mean, they showed, they showed the image of the back of the place and there was like something had plowed through all the, the dead mm-hmm. and they were like on two piles on either side of the door, right. open door. Right. Um, but I think they kind of missed their opportunity to actually explain what happened because the story's kind of left that behind now. I mean, they've now moved into all these other, you know, towns and stuff. And, and I guess how they got out of the sanctuary is, is less of an interest than what happened to Carl and mm-hmm. what's going to happen to them after they've run out of their their uh, homes and so forth. You know, I, I just didn't understand why they didn't just tell us what Eugene did to get them the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. It's irrelevant now. Right. Yeah, yeah and now there's going to be a Christmas break where no one even thinks about that anymore. It's going to be lost. <laughs> that's, that's what a, I mean. I mean, it's, it's a, lost in the in the yep. in the Agreed. the whole. The whole thing with uh, Carl. That's a pretty significant storyline in the comic book, though, which is why I'm kind of upset that they didn't explore that further. So it is. So it is. It was in the comic books then. That Eugene makes the bullets, yeah. And gets them out of there, or was that even an issue in the comic? Not that part. No. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, anyway, I, I, I don't know. I thought, you know, I didn't understand why they just didn't tell us what got them out. Well, the they ending... certainly talked about it a lot, but they never actually said it. But I yeah. feel like the ending of the last episode was confusingly written or portrayed. Mm-hmm. Right. I, they definitely did not clear it up in this one. No, mm-hmm. it needed and it needed clarity. Yeah. Yeah. It really because, did. Yeah. The, the thing that cleared it up was next week. <laughs> and all yeah. of a sudden it was like Negan outside the gates going boom, boom, boom. Right. And it was right. like, and, OK, and, well, I and, guess they got out. And Negan talked a ton about them getting out. Mm-hmm. And Simon talked a ton about them getting out. I think even Gavin talked a little bit about it, but not one of them mentioned how it happened. Mm-hmm. And they were directly asked. You know, I mean, I, I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. All right. Great. Good. All right. Good. But that Good. being said, I did have some stuff I did like in the show. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's like 40 minutes of negativity. <laughs> Should we? Exactly. <laughs> But I think it's probably a, a good time to take a break. And when we <laughs> yes, come back, maybe we'll we'll talk about some positive aspects of the show. <laughs> I think so. See you in a minute. Uh, All right, everybody, we're back. What do you think, guys? Should we uh, delve a little bit into what was happening in Alexandria? Yeah, I think we have to. Do you have positive thoughts about what happened in Alexandria? He's, yeah, he's got positive thoughts about everything. He got I the negatives got- out. Negatives uh, I got going. most of the negatives. No, oh, I got God. like half the, half the negatives Son out. Son of a but... bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I will tell you, um, I didn't use this one on our hit or miss because I thought it was incredibly obvious, but um, Carl was great in this episode. I loved watching Carl take charge. And, and his confrontation with Negan on the wall mm-hmm. was fantastic. I mean, I thought it was one of the best dialogue confrontations that we've had. I mean, Rick would have just gone, you're going to do this, you know, this kind of thing. But Carl was trying to talk to him about it. And he was he was actually reaching Negan a little bit. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, yeah. That was actually very good. The only thing I had, the only thing that I had a problem with during that conversation is that Negan has the loudspeaker and he's talking to everybody. And Carl's like. Mm-hmm. Whispering. There are kids in here. And he's up on top of the wall, and I was like, he probably needs to talk up a little bit. Negan's not going to hear him. But Negan kept responding, so he's like, okay, Negan's hearing him. So that's okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, You're going to wake the kids. Keep it down with the megaphone. There, my daughter, my sister's in here. <laughs> but it was, but it was a, it was a, um, it was a really great speech. I, yeah. I actually was kind of disappointed that 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 scene didn't carry through because um, I thought it would have been a great storyline to to see Carl reach Negan somehow. Yeah. Oh, the line where he says, is this what is this what you wanted to become? Right. Was like oh, it's oh, fantastic. Was huge. And you could see it like in Negan's face that it was like totally tore him down. Yeah. And, and that's all why of a sudden you... they they cut to where, where, where did they cut to? They cut to the, another... the vans, the, the the caravan leaving. Yes. Yeah. Right. When and that's what, I was disappointed. I was right. I was. Yeah. I I was disappointed. It was used as a distraction. I thought it was fantastic. It was great dialogue. I wanted yeah. to see the storyline develop there. I mean, like you said. I mean, and you saw how pissed Negan was mm-hmm. because it did reach to Negan somewhat yeah. and that's why he was like carl you little asshole <laughs> yeah. i, I thought we, we were having deal. a conversation here <laughs> <laughs> he was pissed so 
up until the point where Carl jumps. Oh, let me just say it this way. At what point did you think that Carl was hurt? That's that's a really good question, because um, I'm still trying to figure out. Carl hurt his leg coming down the, the ladder when he disappeared. OK, we know that. But you think he hurt his leg or was he he, wincing because his side was now hurting? He was all of a sudden injured. We don't even know how he was injured. But he he was was he was limping, though. And and what? Right. Right. But but when did he when did he run into a walker? He ran into he ran into a walker with the the guy he was trying to save. Sadiq. That's wait. You said he's been walking around all that time since then. Yes. I think that's only supposed to be like earlier in the day. Right, that he that he even saved that guy, and then he put him in the sewer, or maybe it was a day before. Day before, but it was it was it was recently. I think what they're saying, what he got bit when he was in the forest trying to help that guy. Oh God, I didn't I didn't figure that out. Now I've, ding, another one. Are you kidding me? (laughs) How long is he walking around with this stuff in him? All these other people turn, and he's walking around bit. It affects people differently. They've always said that. Yeah, okay, whatever. And, and it's it affects just a flesh stars wound. differently. Yes, he didn't get any, like, bowels ripped out or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of the episode, though, I mean, he's obviously sweating. And even that first scene they show where they have, like, mm-hmm. everybody's faces in silhouette or whatever, his face is sweating. So you can tell that he's being affected already. And when he jumps off of that platform, he's mm-hmm. obviously in some pain. Mm-hmm. So no, I mean I get that. I get what you're saying. I just I was trying to figure that out. He's been dealing with that whole situation and this Sadiq guy, while Michonne and them have been dealing with everything else. Right. So he's still been back at Alexandria supposedly this entire time, mm-hmm. and, right. and going to help this guy. So well, it, as far as like where it falls in the timeline, you don't really mm-hmm. know, but it's supposed to be recent. So. Well, I figured that was why he was offering himself up to be killed. I mean, I knew, yeah. I, I figured it, but I couldn't place where he got bit. That was the thing I couldn't figure out. Because I, you know, at first I was thinking, did it have something to do with Sadiq when got him to the tunnel or whatever? But no, you know, I thought maybe he was got at Sadiq to the tunnel the first time I watched it through. That's the only um, time they will at least allowed us to see that there would be an instance where he would have been bit. Well, if right. you go back and look at the episode where he save Sadiq, I guess you could say. They they're fighting those walkers in the woods. Yes. And the only reason why is because Sadiq's mom and Chandler Carl's mom say that you have to um you know do what's right. right. And so when he falls down on that deer Mm-hmm. And the walker falls on him. That's when he gets bit. And his his eyes, his face barely even wince. He's just he just looks down at his side and he's like, ugh. Like you you can barely tell. But if now knowing what we know, if you look at it again, you can tell. But but, but, but wouldn't someone freak out? <laughs> I don't think he told Sadiq either. He kept no, it it, obviously, obviously. I mean, Sadiq maybe figured it out later, but yeah, because Sadiq looked pretty shell shocked in the. At the time, too, but well, he could yeah. tell Carl was going. When you normally get bit in the side, you kind of go, uh. I know. I would be screaming if somebody <laughs> bit me in the side, especially I would a be looking down there going, oh, shit. I'd be like, God damn it, Sadiq, you made me do this shit, and now I got bit. Yeah, you or see, I you'd have to you. rhyme it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but when Carl, at the beginning of the episode, Carl's writing that letter to his dad. 
Yeah. Which he writes very strangely. It's the weird, yeah, a weird yeah, D. Right. Maybe it's something to do with homeschooling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that, the way you wrote that D, I was like, who writes yeah. a D like that? <laughs> <laughs> My point being, it's very obvious that Carl is now going to be the one that is killed off the show. It's just, right. it was, there's so many things that were like, okay, well, oh, I guess yeah. it's going to be Carl. Yeah, so I mean they were they were laying it they were laying it on pretty thick that it was going to be Carl, right? That's for sure, right? Um, and he obviously did is, not write the just survive somehow because that was what's her face. Right. Yeah, because yeah, it was not even close to the right. same handwriting, and his yeah. handwriting well, that, was terrible. Did I mention that part? Yeah. Well, that was that was the note that what's her name left him. Yes, hers was Enid. perfect. Yeah, um, yeah, I uh, I hated that. That I mean, I I figured it was going to be Carl, but I hated that that confrontation with Negan didn't go further. I yeah. think it would I have know, been a really interesting uh, interesting plot twist. I was really like feeling it for him too. Like, oh my God, he's becoming a martyr. He's giving himself. He's sacrificing himself. Doing something his dad would never do, and he's really stepping up to the plate and becoming the leader that he's supposed to be. Yeah. And that I did not know he was hurt until he actually jumped off of that platform. And then it was very obvious. Well, okay. Speaking of confrontations with Negan, what about between him and Rick? That was pretty sweet. Yeah, the and, fisticuffs. Uh, yes. How come Rick didn't get torn up by the old uh, Lucille? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing he was being torn up by him. I, mean, he I didn't got, see any blood. Come I love that line bowl. though. I loved it when he says, "When Rick says, under his clothes, do you ever shut up?" And Negan goes, "No." Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I, did, I thought that the back and forth between those two during that was awesome. Yeah, although I it was that very good it, too. it seemed, along with um, Carl's confrontation with Negan and then Rick's fighting Negan, it made Negan so much more human mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. one, which they've mm-hmm. done quite a few times. But it's just like. Negan's not the evil badass. Well, especially he's, after he's, Rick disappears and you, and you hear Negan inside going, oh, shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Rick grabs the gun and then Negan hits him again. He flies out the window and you see him running off, his silhouette running off. That was off. pretty funny yeah. when he ran off. Yeah. I thought that scene yeah. was awesome, though. There's two of them. I mean, it was just like, it was one of those things. It was like, I mean, it was so in, intense scene. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't enough happening. It was, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like almost like a dream sequence in your own dreams where you're like trying to punch somebody, but it just doesn't <laughs> land. You know, well, I mean, like, I just thought it was, it was, like, was great, though. I mean, when he when he put Negan on his back, um, I thought that was great. And he grabbed Lucille and he yeah. popped him once yep. with the handle. Oh, oh, and he hits Negan in the throat. Yeah. And Negan still takes him down at that point. I mean, and it's yeah. still not bleeding. Oh, he, yeah, he was, yeah, it looked like he was bleeding. It was like, that's where I was like, he hit him in the Adam's apple. There's no way yeah, well, he was hit him fighting with the, that quickly. With the handle of the bat, not, not with the... I know, but he oh, hit yes. him in his Adam's apple and his larynx. There's right. no way you're just like... Oh, you're, I thought he easily. hit him in the face. No, no he got him right in the throat. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're coming back from that that easily. <laughs> no. Not at all. You know, that actually looked like a really fun scene for them to film, yeah. knowing that the... The actors are so close to each other and and um, are such buddy buddy, and I bet that was a lot of fun. But I'm glad it broke up with neither of them getting like too hurt at that point because mm-hmm. I mean it was either someone was going to die or they had you know something had right. had to happen where they broke up. Kind of like Ezekiel, not to jump <laughs> jump around, but 
<laughs> jump Ezekiel. up, jump up, and get down. <laughs> Ezekiel was running really well, wasn't he? After he injured his leg. Oh in yeah, the that was another. Whole, that was a weird. Okay, you are jumping I'm sorry. completely around. That. Well, okay, we'll Because I, I still wanted to talk about the fact that all the houses were blowing up from the inside so easily. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is like, good wow, we are I thought they tonight, were firing we? grenades at them. Is the... Yeah, well, like, all of a sudden you hear... It's like, like their boilers blew up. Yeah. Like, Carl's standing outside the one house. He's like, click, click, click. And he's like, oh, crap, and runs. And yeah. two houses blow up. <laughs> I was like, good God. Were they like... And he looks they... at the church and the church explodes. Yeah, exactly. And it and has was, a cross. Yeah, what was the thing that was burning in the background? It kind I don't of know. That was a cool scene. I think it was like yeah. the rafters to the church, but it made it look like a cross. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a pretty cool scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it was kind of kind of funny. Um, I think it was just hitting perfectly in the center of every house to make it go... I yep. know, from outside the walls. Um, but Kim, I think Kim was actually worried about the people that actually live in that town. I was. Because she was like, what do they do with like, the people that like live in the houses here? No, I'm sure really they told them well they ahead of time. really blowing the houses up. I mean, come on. Guys probably making dinner. They blew the house no, up. No, no, no. I was talking about the guys, the people, <laughs> oh, the TV people. <laughs> I'm kidding. She like, was not saying How that. do they get the people out so fast? And, and I thought that, um, I thought Judith was still in the house when that first one blew up that Carl ran away from and so i was a little nervous because i thought maybe judith was going to be the one that died after all that um didn't even occur to me has anybody noticed the fact that judith's really growing up and maggie still doesn't look pregnant well shit judith has been on for seasons upon seasons right but still she's grown a lot in the last (laughs) last this season and maggie does still doesn't even look pregnant yet from what i read actually read something about this that maggie is still in the very early stages of her pregnancy she's like first trimester still gotcha (laughs) that's why she's not showing okay you guys are worried about that. I'm worried about the fact that they were shooting like grenades and somehow they hit in the center of every freaking house to blow them up. (laughs) They did do that. Carl was very smart in that he used those smoke bombs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he even knew how to like wave them in front of himself to create a swirl of smoke. And then like a superhero. Another one. How the hell did he get in that sewer so quickly? Fast as hell. No sound. I did not realize that Carl was a ninja. He was a ninja. He was definitely a ninja. Yeah. Because he moved that iron grate, <laughs> got down there, in lickety split without making a sound. <laughs> and he, he really did. He even got got to use lickety split. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. That doesn't happen often. <laughs> Never. Okay. Okay, no, so those are no. some of the holes. Yes. And Still the other digging. one Kim was bringing up was Ezekiel. Ezekiel yes. could not crawl to save his life, but yet he's running around saving people all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> better yet, better yet, here's Ezekiel who everybody's looking for and, and so forth, and he's just 100 yards down the street rolling oil <laughs> barrels around. And nobody notices. <laughs> nobody notices 100 yards away he's blowing things Where's up. Where's he at? <laughs> He's over there, sir. Kids don't need to see this. And Ezekiel's right. like, Do you hear that doom, barrel? Doom, 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 doom. 
It was also funny when Gavin was like, I'm not going to make you do anything. And then five seconds later, you guys better tell me where yeah, he's exa- at. Yeah, he did. He was like, I know you're not. Well, he said, I know you're not going to give him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, save your ass and give him up. Yeah. His speech was great. I thought his. Uh, I, I agree totally. He he is a awesome character. And I really would love great. to find out more background on that guy, yeah. on his character, because I, I think he's. I, He's the most interesting of the lieutenants yeah, to me. Definitely. I mean, even when he's, you know, even when he captures Ezekiel, he's like, "Don't you know I liked you?" Yeah, <laughs> you know? you're right. Right. He's like, I really liked you. Yeah. I mean, he stood up for him anytime they were doing the exchanges before. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been a very I was consistent. All, I was also character. upset when the kid got killed. Yeah. Right. Yep. Who, who's the um, Muslim girl that helps them out? Nabila. Nabila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. That was she awesome. Took, she took charge. Yeah, she picked up that AR and... Well, she smacked somebody first, didn't she? <laughs> she did. <laughs> <laughs> she punched some guy. Yeah, she did. Uh, that was good. What yeah. do you think Ezekiel's intention was, though, with um, first shutting um, Carol out and then mm-hmm. locking himself in with the saviors? Do you think he's sacrificing himself or do yeah. you think he's going to continue leading them on a wild goose chase? Well, he well, knew I that think... they, they wanted him. Mm-hmm. But I think right. he was sacrificing himself was the, the yeah. main intent. He realized once he was caught, they weren't going to pursue his people anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that wasn't that wasn't their goal. Their goal was taking Ezekiel. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, he shut the gate and gave himself up. The question is, the, the, the weird thing to me, again, one of those little instances was that he then leaves his three guys to watch Ezekiel. And mm-hmm. then he goes off to do whatever. It's like, at that point, mm-hmm. you got him like... Fucking take him to a vehicle, lock him to the vehicle or something. Like, don't leave. Well, I three think that's kind of what he charge. was telling those guys. He was like, "Come on, bring him along." Well, no, he said, "Don't let him go." And if he does anything, like he was leaving him there, like he wasn't well, even he was doing probably, anything with him. I, yeah, maybe. I mean, it was. I think he was just. You know, he had other things to do at that time. They it captured. Was, it him, was just so. like one of those uh, super villain things where they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, let's go get something to eat while this laser kills the good guy." <laughs> you know, and it was just like setting it up for like the you know these three goons are gonna get beat laser up. sharks. Yeah, laser sharks exactly. <laughs> laser sharks. Like we're gonna yeah let's let's oh he'll be he'll be killed shortly. Don't worry about him. It's not important. <laughs> yeah. Laser sharks are cool. But I actually you know I didn't have a whole lot of problems with the with the uh, the kingdom stuff and and like you said Gavin's speech and all was great. Yeah. Um, and even Ezekiel giving himself up, I thought that was pretty cool. You know that's what he needed to do, and and I like that Carol called him, Your Majesty, His Majesty, Your Majesty, yeah. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see Morgan lurking around, so we know Morgan was not killed. Yes. As a yes. sniper. One of the coolest images of the of the episode, though, was you know when they were doing the face montages, and you saw Morgan's face, and he drifts into the shadows. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool. Yep. Yep. So Morgan was like the only sniper that made it out, I guess. Yeah, we're so to believe. Okay, one of the only other things I think we didn't really delve into too much was Eugene. Yes. And uh, him finally kind of coming around. Mm-hmm. His wanting to sleep at night. <laughs> so yes. he goes and helps Gabriel and uh, the doctor. I still got to ask, guys, what is wrong with Gabriel? Oh, my God. Are we going to rehash that again? What, what, it, what, why is he sick? Okay, one of, okay, one, uh, Kim's theory was that he was sick because of the walkers that got him sick. 
because the walkers remember they're all the melted walkers that had crap yeah. all over them yeah and they were all like so and they talked about the toxic crap in the barrels and all that kind of stuff right which i actually came up against cam on that one too because i was like well nothing happened to negan and negan was with the same walkers but supposedly when they put all that stuff all over them Maybe Gabriel had gotten sick, but Negan did not get sick. I still stand by my my theory. And when Negan and Gabriel are stuck in the in the trailer to get out. Right, they put a right. walker junk. So you think them. you think it when was he dealing with the toxic the yes. toxic uh, toxic walkers? walkers. Yep. The toxic walker walked into the trailer. Negan mm-hmm. killed it, and they put his guts all over themselves. But it didn't affect Negan. It did not affect Negan, and my theory is because Negan punched him in the face and busted his nose and that created an opening a wound oh it for punched the blood gabriel to get in. in the face yes yeah and That's the reason it's taking dude. so so long for things to happen is just because it was That's a small pretty, wound that's a it's kind of a reach hey it? it's the my walking dead there's fucking the, zombies walking around my theory around. was that negan punched the walker in the face and when he punched the walker in the face it killed all the bad stuff in him no because negan is so strong no so we don't really know what's going on with him yet, but he is so sick that he uh, is laid up in bed and sweating profusely and seems to be can't walk very well. He's still alive, so that's yeah. something. So Eugene sets them up so that they can escape. Where were they going to? It. Where were they going to go to escape? I mean, to the hilltop. They're taking the doctor back to the hilltop so that he can help Maggie out. But. But Eugene has just let everybody out, and they're all going to these places. Don't you think Eugene would figure that someone from Sanctuary is going to pick up the doctor, the good doctor, while they're on the road or when they get to the hilltop and say, hmm, somebody let the doctor out? That's not his he's, concern. He's giving he's them a letting chance. letting them out. And, and he's that's giving them a chance. all that matters. And luckily for them, nobody followed Maggie and Jesus back to the hilltop. So they're going to be fine. <laughs> Right? Of course. Yeah. Well, they got, I mean, they've got obstacles. And <laughs> this doctor has not proven himself. Well, oh, God. why didn't Eugene go with him? He, why well, is he, he? Gabriel asked him if you, he said, yeah. come with me. Because yeah, I think said, Eugene I still, I think Eugene still thinks that Sanctuary is going to win and yep. he wants to be on the winning side. Yep. So, but he wanted to do the right thing by letting them out um, so he could sleep at night. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think Eugene had any intention of leaving, though. He's completely tortured by the fact that he could have done something that's helped them, mm-hmm. but it's not its not his path to, to leave. He wants to stay there. Right. He's and, and also, I mean... He still sees the sanctuary as their future. Yeah, and fucking Negan's, like, promised him everything. He said he's, like, yep. his right-hand man now, you know? It's like, he Eugene is protected as far as he is concerned under Negan's rule, so... As long as he's Negan around, then he's protected. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I yeah. I just think this was more about Eugene, you know, wanting to do something so he could sleep at night, yeah. live with himself. I don't know what he was sending them out to do, though. <laughs> I, uh, uh, let me put it this way: I don't think Eugene wants anybody to be fighting. I don't think any Eugene wants anybody no. to die. Mm-hmm. And so he'll help both sides as long as it keeps them from dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he, I totally he, agree. Yeah, he he doesn't want a part of that, but um, he's not going to give up his TV and and Atari or whatever the hell he was playing <laughs> to to right. help him either. 
As long as he's getting his shots of wine to keep him asleep at night. Yeah. Right. I just think it's sad that that Eugene is stuck in that mindset. Well, when it comes down to it, I think that's, you know, we'll, we'll see if that ends up playing out. Maybe he has, he has some other important part to play in this. Or his decision is going to be life or death for one of the main people in this. You know, right. where he has to finally make that decision between Rick and Negan. Mm-hmm. I mean, Eugene has already displayed that he'll go whichever way it is going to make it better for Eugene. So you're in a place where you're treated like a king. You got you a nice apartment and so forth. Why would you go back? He doesn't have any, he, you know, it wasn't like he had real close relationships with everybody. But I feel like he did. I feel like he and Rosita had at least a friendship. It was hard to have a, it was hard to have a closer relationship with, with Rosita for anybody. Yeah. Well, I think I know, Abraham, Abraham maybe was closer to him than anybody. He's got a history with him, with her. And, um, mm-hmm. you stick, you I keep feel like saying that, that though. Just because they've been together a long time, Eugene. I don't a, think they like each other. Eugene's a robot. I mean, he doesn't really. I don't think he. I mean, yes, he um, probably feels like he could protect the other side, but he's not doing anything to show that that he would. I just think it and sucks. I don't, I don't think Rosita liked him at all. Well, so, she thinks he's a puss. Yeah, yeah he is. He said so. Hmm. He's in agreement. <laughs> a lot of times he has said so. <laughs> I do not stick my neck out for anybody. True. Okay. Moving on. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Dwight. I wanted. To, oh my good lord. We got. Yeah. We got so much. Good. Um, it was a ninety-minute episode. There's a lot. I that know. Happened. I know. Dwight. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was exciting to see. It. It was funny. Like him watching him set them up for failure the entire time like we don't need bigger trucks right you know, so right the, the truck, cars will be enough yeah the cars the will be trucks enough. pour through driving, they driving into the ambush and they drive up and he's and she's like stop you're leading us right to it and he's like i just want to see a little bit closer <laughs> <laughs> when i in the field it went after the cars went through the the blockade and he was like he waited a while and then he's yeah. like, oh, let's go get him. Yeah, he's like, oh. He paused half a beat. He did say yeah. something funny like, gosh darn it. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Let's go, everybody. Yeah. Follow me. Like, oh, wouldn't you like, know? <laughs> they got right through, did they? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't quite understand why they made him plead his case to to uh, Daryl and Tara. And them they because they still want to kill him. Yeah, but they but did they not figure out what he had done? Of course, he helped them, but well, yeah, he was they're still pissed ex- off, and they had established mm-hmm. in the last episode that they were going to kill him no matter what. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like Tara and Daryl were fighting over who was going to get to kill him, and Daryl right, said, right. "Well, how about the both of us?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, let it, I mean, he's the he's their only link inside that organization that was going to help him get like take it all down. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know. It makes sense. For the, for the um, I guess, them getting back at... Their at, emotions um, are playing yeah. into Well, it. I mean, face it, Daryl's a dumbass. He's just going to react, whatever. Whatever's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Tara, Tara has not shown uh, much other thought besides her emotions either. Um, so, and that's what led to them, the sanctuary getting free in the first place. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm curious, what happened with all the trucks that they used in the convoy that Daryl and Tara and those guys drove out of Alexandria? They went away. Where? 
Who was in it? Oh, we don't know. We don't know. That was the people in Alexandria. No, the people in Alexandria are in the sewers. Some of them are. Yeah. Remember, there were still some There's people running people around and shooting and stuff and putting out um, smoke grenades with Carl. He wasn't the only one doing that. Okay. And they're they're the ones that ended up in the in the storm drain. Um, but but they piled all the rest of the Alexandrians into those trucks and so forth and got them out of there. Why wouldn't they have put Judith in one of those trucks? They, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. They like, because Judith had now. to be there. Judith had to be there for Rick to see for the last scene, I guess. Possibly, because they're like, everybody, get in the trucks. And they're like, don't tell them. This is bait. <laughs> everybody wants this is to... the real distraction. Yeah. Everybody wants to live. Get in the sewer. <laughs> and then the uh, savior girl gets away, just scot-free. Nobody yeah. notices that she's running. So that makes me, that makes me a bit nervous. I don't know how she survived. She was like, she got out of the car. She was probably the main vehicle that would be shot at at the head of that that um, firing squad by Daryl. She's a she's a ninja like Carl. Yeah. So she gets out of the passenger side of the car somehow, gets around and hides just behind the back of the car that entire time, and then comes and shoots uh, Dwight. Yep. Biatch. Enid. Oh, Enid. Good Lord. Freaking oh, Enid goes to Oceanside with the idea that they want allies. And then she fucking shoots the grandma. Yeah, what first the chance why they finally she, why make contact that even with someone. There? Why was that even in the story? I don't understand. I mean, they, it's the it first useless. chance they make contact with someone and she like shoots it, shoots her right when she's coming around the side of the vehicle. Well, and like, they, well the they because she attacked, she attacked, um, Aaron. Yeah, but talk it out. I know. But they don't can... have guns. We know that. Remember, can... Yeah, but remember, they make a point, though. They make a point when they're in the car talking about the fact that before Tara, they shot everybody before they even talked to them. But they don't have any guns left. They took them all. Obviously, they did. Yeah. We know that. Obviously. So why? And right. she knows that. So why would mm-hmm. she shoot to kill? Why not Because name? they were expecting it, that, that there was a chance that they would shoot to kill initially, too. You know. They do not have any guns. Oh, I don't think I, they're Oceanside. not dumb enough to think that they got. They're not dumb enough to think that they got every single gun out of Oceanside. Ugh. No, the the most stupidest part about it, they parked there, anticipating mm-hmm. somebody was going to come and investigate from Oceanside. Why these cars are parked here? They knew somebody was going to come and investigate. Right. Right. It just makes no sense to me at all why she would freak out like that and shoot. It's it was stupid. It was a bad move. It was a total bad move. And now she screwed the pooch on their on their deal. Yeah. I don't even know what that phrase means. <laughs> I don't I don't know. And I'm not sure what they were trying to accomplish anyway. Were they try, thinking they could go to Oceanside and get fighters to come back? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, no, there's bodies. There's bodies. There wasn't a whole lot to bring from there. What are you trying to say? Because it's women? What are you oh. saying, Scott? No, I'm trying to say because it was a small community. <laughs> but they need they need bodies. They need warriors. They need somebody, and uh, and they knew that people were there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and that really worked out well. So I'm not sure why that was even in there. Well, it's not over yet. I mean, the the first negative thing has happened. We'll mm-hmm. see. They'll we'll see. What it's a pretty negative thing. It was like they probably... shot and killed their leader. I don't <laughs> think they're gonna. The Dude, worst kumbaya negative, later. Worst negative thing they could have done. Yeah, I mean, remember they're in That's the car. That's why we're saying it's stupid. Like, and Enid says we should have brought some guns for them, and he's like, no, no, no. And she's like, I could give my gun to Cindy. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're thinking they're not going to have any guns. I'm just, I don't understand. I no. do not understand that scene at all. I've never understood Enid. So I still think Enid's kind of crooked. No, I don't think so. I think she's just dumb. Mm, I don't know. She's just a kid. She's I'm, a kid. I'm thinking something was up with that chick. <laughs> I don't know what play she would have had at that point. <laughs> but but good move bringing the booze. The whole truck mm-hmm. of booze. Yeah. Yep. I yep. would have been like, come on in, Enid. Let's talk. It was a great sequence up until that happened. And you're like, why the fuck did they, she do that? Exactly. And even so. Aaron's face was like, God damn it. Yep. Fucking Enid. <laughs> she was like, brought, oops. <laughs> big lip Eden. 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 Enid. Well put. Well put, young man. Well, good. Uh, I had, there were two lines in this in this show that I did love, though. Okay. I loved Simon when he referred to the walkers as masses of the cold and unpolite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> and I loved Negan when he when he comes in the door after they've blown up Alexandria and he's like, damn, I could have used those solar panels. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, anyway. Are you doing hits good. and misses already? No. Yeah. No, those are just a couple of good lines. All right. Uh, Speaking of which, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll move on to our hit or miss. All right, everybody, we're back. Um, one thing we need to discuss before we hit our hit or miss thing is how satisfied are we with what happened to Carl? How do we feel about that? Do we feel it was it was expected too Every, much? Or everybody's whatever? taking big breaths. <laughs> everybody's like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> oh, the elephant in the room. Yeah, right. Okay, well. You want to take this first, Kim? I will. Um, so me personally, I thought Carl would be the one to die. Mm-hmm. I also thought Gabriel would die because mm-hmm. it's just obvious that he's sick. But um, it's it's the way they did it that does not satisfy me. I like that they had him bitten because I really thought that he would be shot. But it's just the whole lead up to it. Like it was so obvious that Carl was going out. And part of that is just because of leaked information that has come out in the past few months, but about Chandler Riggs going off to college and whatnot. Um, And then of course he released that song, which we talked about last week, (laughs) right? The outside stuff that's happening. But even in the show, he's, they're focusing so much on now he's becoming a leader. Yeah. Michonne is now saying, uh, you know, okay, we'll, we'll do what you say. Or he's saying, do what I right, say, you right, know, and it's like right, exactly. he's finally taking the reins of of responsibility. Michonne handed him the reins, and he yep. verified that in this episode that he had the reins. He's standing up to Negan. All this stuff is happening, and it's all because he's going to die. Well, now, he's the moral compass. 
And we all know what happens there. Yeah. And in the comic, I'll bring in the comic in because this is not spoilery at all at this point. But in the comic, uh, Carl is still alive and he's very much a leader in the comic. And he's basically Rick's right hand man. And I think even Andrew Lincoln has said in the past that he thought that Chandler Riggs was going to take the reins from him Mm -hmm. in the future. And become the leader. And so I think this even was a shock to all the actors. Can I just oh, say, yeah. I, can oh, I yeah. say we accidentally said this when he started hanging out with the site? It was Saeed? Who was Sadiq. 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 Yeah, when, mm-hmm. with Sadiq when he started bringing it in. Yeah. And we said, oh, so now he's the moral compass. Yeah, so he's yes. And we die. actually discussed the fact, oh, does that mean he's going to die now? He's going to die now. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because. So, I mean, they totally, as far as the writing staff, played their hand on that one. Mm-hmm. They set him up on that. Yeah. To die. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And that's okay. I mean, I, I honestly did not have a problem with them, you know, I, t- to say that it was going to be a shock or something I thought was stupid. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with them playing it up that this was going to be his last episode. I thought the story actually carried through very well. I, I still think... Carl, in the way he was in this episode, was one of the best parts of this episode, period. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't have an issue with, with knowing ahead of time that Carl was going to die or something like that. I didn't have to have a shocker, you know? I I still thought it was going to be uh, Abraham and Glenn, but I guess not. What? <laughs> no, the, <laughs> like, like the Abraham and Glenn scene. Like that kind of shock no. thing. Oh. Uh, I was thinking it was Abraham and Glenn. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like their ghosts were going to come back and get killed all over again? Or what? <laughs> like they're going to be like, we're not dead. It's all a big joke. Sight. My head's a little crooked, but I'm not dead. Egan's actually a magician. Yeah. So... <laughs> We did put a poll and on. Teller. <laughs> we put a poll on feedbook, feedbook, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, feedbook. That's our uh, new uh, that's social the, media uh, platform. Facebook. Yeah, we got feedback the, from Facebook. On, out on the farm. It's and, feedbook. No, I mean, like most of you guys, just like us, picked the easy route, and that's Father Gabriel. We had forty-three okay. percent of you picked Father Gabriel. And let me just say, initially, Kim said put Carl in there. Put Carl in there, and then we both were like, eh, maybe not Carl. But you, you that, that's what you thought. Yeah. Okay. I pulled Carl out because I was like, ah, come on. They're not going to kill Carl. Really? <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I was like, ah, no, that can't happen. And then everybody on Twitter started saying Carl. Carl. Right. I was like, god damn it. And then when we started watching the show, I was like, it's Carl. Totally. Mm-hmm. They're totally setting this up to be like a goodbye to Carl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so. And it was a good goodbye. It was a good goodbye. It was. But not even. Because he's still in the next episode, probably. Right. But I just wonder yes. if they couldn't have satisfied their story arc with Judith being the one that was killed and not Carl. So and that Carl be, could take over as leader someday. You know what I gotta ask, though? Is Does anybody feel like... Ah, oh, man, we lost Carl. Mm. No, There's a no. lot of people that are sad about this and I crying. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, one of those people. No, I've heard mm. a lot of people saying, oh, my God, it's like one of the worst things that's ever happened. I'm like, really? Well, I think. Like, we, I guess we. I've been waiting for that hat to leave for a while. Well, yeah, I, I bet Rick takes that hat back. But I think it's because Carl's been on since day one. 
and we've we've literally seen this actor grow up, and we've even seen him at all the cons. Such a weird thing. It is a weird thing, but this is because it has nothing to do with the storyline. Well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, screen, yeah, I mean, I'm not, up. I'm not shook up over the fact that Carl's not on the show anymore. Um, I thought he was the, that his character was great in this episode, but I thought it needed to be for this to work. I yeah. still think it would have been interesting to see further um, story involving him and Negan. Mm-hmm. You know that that carrying forward, I thought would have been a very interesting storyline. Yeah, um, yeah, because he but, has so much respect for Carl, or it somehow holds him at some you know esteem. He even yeah. said that when he and Rick are beating the hell out of each other, he's like, "I'm going to save your boy. He's going to come with me. In three years, he's going to be all over this stuff. Yeah. He's going to be my right hand man." Right, yep. right. Well, Scott Gimple did confirm though that the. The reason that he was killed off was for a certain story arc that happens mm-hmm. in the comic book that they want to bring over to the screen. What's uh, showrunner Dick Face Jerkhead? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> I think that's what people were calling him on Twitter. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what I think that's what Chandler Riggs was calling him too. <laughs> he was not happy. People are like pissed. His They're dad's like, not happy. Who? Mm-hmm. Chandler Riggs. Oh, really? He tweeted. Well, it's out, because he can't. He can't do his tours anymore now. <laughs> well, he can still do his tours. It's uh, just not as impactful. But no, he tweeted out right after the show air- aired that um, he was mad because he never trusted Scott Gimple or AMC, but that right. Chandler Riggs did, and that Scott Gimple told him two weeks before his 18th birthday that he was off the show, even though he had previously told him they needed him for the next three years. And Mm -hmm. Chandler had just purchased a house and like all this stuff was going on in his personal life that was centered around the, the The show. show, And now all of that was like thrown up in the air. Yeah. I have nothing against Scott Gimple. Let me just set the record straight. I just like, when I was looking at Twitter, there's like, memes and like gifs and like all kinds of stuff that are aimed at gimple mm-hmm. hurting yes, he was hurting a target gimple a lot oh geez yes maybe that's why he's going over to fear next season <laughs> possibly just maybe, a show, guys. maybe a little bit of fear yes no, most of it's in, most of it's in jest i mean most of it's not like anything major maybe putting his head on like one of the walkers that gets their head cut off that sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. Very so nice. I think a lot of I think a lot of people were shocked. The shock value did happen for a lot of people, just not for mm-hmm. us. Why don't we move into our hit and miss segment? Because we need to. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long discussion. Exactly. Oh, it totally has. Well, I'll tell you what, since I was gone last week, I'm gonna go first. How about that? Cool. Um my hit, I have you know the one small one I really loved was the picture of of uh, Morgan fading into the shadows. I just thought that was such a cool image, mm-hmm. but that wasn't my real hit. My my real hit, it's funny because my hit is a product of what I thought was such a stupid scene, which was the the car, the the hilltoppers being captured. Mm-hmm. But I thought Maggie gunning down that savior was awesome. <laughs> yes. That was cold. That's that the was savior cold. that got to to uh, Jesus and Tara. 
Right. I still don't understand why they didn't bring the other guy out, the tall guy that's been mouthing Jared. off the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but, oh, I thought that was an incredible scene. Damn, I was about to say that too. <laughs> ah. Yeah, yeah, that right. was great. That was actually that was incredible. Like, for, um, especially since I think I was the dumbass that in the past couple episodes that said that Maggie was not showing her strengths, mm-hmm. and to see her do that, it was like, oh yeah. But it certainly <laughs> tore her apart doing that. Well, yeah, I, did. yeah, but I, I did, loved but... when she when she said uh, she goes, that doesn't make up for the one of ours that was killed, but it's a good start. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't make us even, but it's a good start. Yeah, yeah. So and then and the fact that she did it right in front of, in front of Jesus was mm-hmm. like, dude, you 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 just need to shut the hell up. Well, because she had been saying over and over, it's like, well, if, if we cannot use them to our benefit, then they're gone. Mm-hmm. They can't. And they which, can't and what she did with the coffin was awesome too. Yeah, you, you know, know. Okay, that that will be my hit then. Mm-hmm. After that happens to what's his name, the guy that gets shot, Dean. Dean, when he gets shot, and she mm-hmm. stands up and says, "I have a favor." I want that yeah. box. Oh, Neil. Oh, Neil. When Neil, Neil. gets shot. Yes, when Neil right. gets shot. Mm-hmm. She's right. like, I have a favor. I want that box. Quick thinking. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's decisive. In that in that situation, the guy right behind you just got shot. And, and you're already thinking about your revenge. Yeah, exactly. That's a good leader. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a pretty sweet scene. And he's like... I can do that favor for you. Simon, that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yep. that was actually pretty cool to me. So my hit is that um, Carl thought to use the sewers to hide everybody. I thought that was an ingenious thing to do because I was frankly wondering, like, if they put them all in the trucks, first of all, how are they all going to fit in there? And I was actually kind of nervous about them being in that garbage truck because that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Someone hits the wrong button. Wrong button. You're all squished. Yeah. You're walker meat. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but you could be like one big person if Ugh. you're all squished together. Ugh, bad stuff. Bad news. So, um. <laughs> Scott's like, how does that work? <laughs> I'm trying to do the math. Um. <laughs> um, but the whole imagery of when Rick and Michonne walk down into the sewers and they've got the lanterns lit and it's very dark, but candle lit. And he's, Rick is like going through the body of people and just checking to see who is who is who and where is everybody and he touches his daughter's head and, and he's like okay she's here everything's fine and now he's like on his mission to look for Carl and he sees Sadiq first and he's like who the fuck right. is this guy I've never met mm-hmm. you before and then he sees Carl um, and Michonne and, and Rick just fall to their knees when they realize that he's been bitten um, it was just so beautiful and there's a very similar storyline in um, the Walker uh, in the Walking Dead books. What are they called? Um, the Woodbury, the Woodbury books. So mm-hmm. I just it was really awesome that they kind of pulled that storyline into it and just made it so pretty. So even though I wasn't fully satisfied with the way Carl's going out, they made it look good. Hmm. So, all right, yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna skip the miss part because. I had hundreds. Yeah, you and did. And I've talked to a whole bunch of them. So, Stu, what was your what was your miss of the show? Uh, again, my miss was the stuff that was happening outside, where they're saying, "Okay, there's this big shocker thing happening," and it screwed up the show for me because I kept mm-hmm. waiting for the sh- the shock moment. And is this it? Is this it? Yeah, yeah. And 
So that that kind of screwed up for me. That that would be my main miss. I honestly thought the show itself was great. And that even made, though we had all those things, no, we things, oh yeah, so. we, oh, okay. It's easy to be critical. Totally easy to be critical. But mm-hmm. um, there was a lot that was going on, and they set it up perfectly for so many different aspects of the show to be exciting for like so many different um, storylines to to be uh, drawn out yeah. in the next one. Um, jumping off point. Yeah, I mean, you, everybody's split up all over the place. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, but don't they do that like every season? They split yes, everybody they do, up? Pretty much. They totally do. But, yeah. It, I mean, it makes sense. You know, they've just hit this huge war, and then these guys who supposedly were captured in a place are coming back at them. So now they're having... I mean, it's like they our people are completely split by, by what's happening right now. So... It's not necessarily like before where they've been split up by just a horde. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. being split up by this gang. Mm-hmm. Right. Who has so many fingers and so many pies, but, you know, that's kind of the weird thing with the saviors. Before our, our guys came along, they didn't really have that many pies. I thought they extended way farther than where they are right now, to be honest. Yeah, I think we're just seeing a little bit of it. You think so? I think so. But our, the, we know the main guys. Where are the, who are the other lieutenants that go out to their places? I don't know. And how do we not know the other villages or whatnot that they're supposedly in control who of? Knows? I don't who know. knows? Who okay. um, knows? So I just had an honorable mention, obviously. I always do. Obviously. Going back to Carl and his speech on the wall, it, it brought Lori back into the picture again because his speech came from what Lori told him when she was dying and he had to put her down. Um, and they've brought Lori back a couple of times now in the past few episodes now that Sadiq is in the picture. And it just, um, it's always been a reminder of him of what uh, his mom was like and his relationship with his mom. And so I thought that was just very, it was just very sweet that they brought Lori back in. And and her, her she inspired him to say those words to to Negan. So, all right. So my miss, my miss is the same <laughs> as Stewart's. Actually, that the outside mumbo jumbo is what really screwed it up for me. And I feel like we are at a point now in this show where I probably will not every ever be shocked or surprised by something. And like I said, I think Red Machete was way more exciting and shocking than this episode was. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, I think, Scott, you said it earlier, now that uh, Joe from The Claimers is on there, I really want to go back and look at all the other episodes of Red Machete and piece it all together. But, like, this episode does not do that for me. Mm. And, um, you know, it's just, it's not one of those tearjerker-type things. And even though... Um, Chandler Riggs has been on the show since the very beginning. I really feel like there's no real loss to the show. I mean, the, you know, and I don't want them to try too hard. I mean, right. face it, you know, exactly. after you after you killed Abraham and Glenn in, in the awful way that you did and so forth, are you going to try to one-up yourself every time yeah. with this stuff? I mean... Well, I think the cool things are, like, like you said, like you look at something simple like this little red machete thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Just simple surprises mm-hmm. are what yeah. make it awesome. Yeah. You know, you see this guy that you saw, you know, before with Daryl, you know, and right. and um, and you remember, like, I mean, that's it's a really cool link that. Yeah, happens. one of the biggest shockers of the season was when um, 
Oh, what was his name? The Hispanic guy from the from the very first season yeah. showed up. Yeah, but I didn't like that. But I mean, but still, that was a shocker that that guy <laughs> and, showed up. Yes, and you were kind of yeah. like, oh wow. Yeah, right. But um, I mean, and then in, of course he was killed immediately. Yeah, and it was over. But in, in this perhaps. show, uh, other than the dialogue that happens with with some of these lieutenants. I mean, the cool thing was seeing, okay, Morgan showing up there, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, he's alive. You know, there's little kind of you little know, nuggets, background things that are happening. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. He's still he's still around. Yeah, that's awesome. So. So did we have any uh, listener feedback this week, Kim? We do. We have a lot of listener feedback. You guys. Were... People have been don't, active. Don't lie. No one. <laughs> no one. Talk to we us. We didn't hear from anybody. Is that no. what you're saying? Nobody at all. No, we, um, you guys were totally writing in this week. And so I just want to say thank you to all of you who, um, wrote in because you guys were super excited about this episode or had a lot to say about it. So it's awesome. All right, cool. Well, uh, Madagascar said, um, I just wanted to say that you guys definitely made this first half of the season a lot more enjoyable. That was one hell of a mid-season finale. I got to give them that. But I did not like the way it ended. It's always the same damn ending ever since Negan showed up. Agreed. <laughs> yes, I agree, Madagascar. It has been oh, the depression that hits us every time That's he right. shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Dakara's- we'll see what happens in the second half. Dakara said, gave you guys a shout out in my latest reaction video. Thanks, Takara. I watched it tonight. It was very awesome. Thank you. Keep up the hard work, guys. Still in shock over the latest episode. Number one, Rick takes Carl's words and wishes and calls off the war. Or number two, Rick gets enraged and goes killer Rick once again. Yeah. I think he's going to go killer Rick once again. Yeah. I think he's going to get engaged. (laughs) Engaged to Michonne is going to be a a wedding. That's the festival we saw in the daydream that Carl had. (laughs) As Madagascar replied, I bet he'll go with the option number two. More people will die. The dream sequences we saw in the premiere are the are the life the group could have had if Rick went with option number one. Yeah, I, th- I think we had some people going back and forth. And I think that, you know, one of the things that people were discussing was the um, the sequence where Rick is older and he's walking around with a cane. Yeah. And um, honestly... I think that's that's just a dream sequence. I don't think that's yeah, well, any obviously now. Yeah, I don't think that's anything that that we are going to have any future to see, unless uh, the, wait, we had some other buddy, some other guy from uh, Facebook that was saying, "Oh, well, maybe we're to assume that that uh, Carl is immune to everything." Oh, to the bite. Yeah, and it's like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> if they try that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. That'd be a total stretch. Yeah, yeah, that would not work out well. You are my flower, said. They must have been talking about it, Scott. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, maybe because I had a tough couple of days, but watching this episode on Sunday, I didn't cry. I mean, I feel bad for Rick and Michonne. The reaction was heartbreaking. And Carl, of course, he did not deserve to die. I knew he would die, and I wanted to see how he would do it. If you think that this episode is sad and you're done with the show, or oh boy, just wait for the next episode. I will cry then, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Not time to run away yet, right? Right. Yeah, Emmeline Veltkamp said, uh, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, you know what? I think that sums it up perfectly. She was very pretty sad. Much, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this next one is very funny, so forgive me if I start laughing. Calvin Johnson said, shit pissing me off. <laughs> Rick's group does DIY mini missions and people die. Dumb fucks. <laughs> Calvin? Calvin is not holding it back. And then he went on to say, like, I read the comics, so I know the writers and producers are trying to give more shocking moments for the TV watchers, but Carl Bitt only leads me to think that they will have a storyline now with him being immune to the virus. Because how can Carl die? But Judith's still living happily. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's uh, a very good point because Judith is a freaking baby, and how uh-huh. often or how long can they continue carrying that little baby around? You would well, think they got two babies the first, now. Yeah, now they have two. <laughs> you would think a baby would be the first ones to go. There was a baby yeah. at the outpost. What happened there? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Uh, Melissa McClure said, "So Daryl gets his vest back, and he's off the hook." For ruining the plan. Not cool, bro. Not cool. <laughs> so true. I am happy he got his vest back, though. I was kind of cheering inside. That was funny. I was wondering what the him. fuck he was doing. And like, yeah, he like, finally gets his piece. Oh, give me that thing. Uh-huh. I wonder if I wonder if he's going to wear it now because he's pretty used to uh, not having torn off shirts anymore. I wonder if he's going to wear it on ride. On ride? Mm, <laughs> that's, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Mark LeVarnway said... Lots of, of sacrifices in this episode. One, Eugene, guilt finally got to him, and he engineers the escape of Gabriel and the doctor, knowing he has to answer to Daddy when, when he gets home. Uh, number two was Zeke, makes the ultimate sacrifice in helping his people escape and locking himself inside the gates, emoting Carol to call him Your Majesty. Wow. Number three, Dwight. Finally crosses the line and then begs to be allowed to finish the fight before he he has a debt to settle. Number four, Carl, with the offer to Negan at the gate. Well, most of these sacrifices, most of these sacrifices are unresolved. I yeah, mean, right. We'll have to see. I mean, Ezekiel and and Eugene and all. We don't know how that's going to play out. Um, Dwight, you know, I think Dwight's going to be along for the ride now for a while. We'll see. The ride I mean, with Norman Reedus. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but we don't even know. I mean, he's not even really accepted at this point. I mean, he's right. he's done all he's done, and he's he's saying okay. I mean, what does he even say at the end? He he said well, okay, he says let's he, follow he knows this through. Negan. And then, yeah, he says he knows Negan. He can still help them because yeah. he knows Negan, and he wants to follow it through, and then they can settle their debt. Yeah, exactly. Settle the debt, which yeah. he understands is he probably isn't going to survive that. Right, but he wants to see Negan dead first. Yeah, and that that was something Kim and I actually had talked about in the last podcast that, Scott, you didn't get to weigh in on, was um, if it came down to it, Tara, what do you think? She would kill, would she kill Dwight? Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Daryl. Daryl Daryl is, um, I, I think it's, I, I want to see how it plays out. Okay. I think Tara is still a little bit off the hook crazy to kill yeah. him. Yeah. Daryl, I mean, Daryl was certainly the only one who dropped his gun. That's And that's exactly mm-hmm. what we said. That's yeah. exactly what we said. We said Daryl would probably have to think about it a little bit more. Tara mm-hmm. would probably go after it, you know, take the shot in a, in a heartbeat. Yep, yeah, I agree. And she, and she may end up still doing that. Yep. So, yeah, I agree with you. Do we have any news, Kimmy? Uh, nothing, all right. No. 
We do have some news, and it mostly centers around the fact that Chandler Riggs is leaving the show. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to clear up for everybody that we had, I think I had stated last week or maybe the week before that, um, or maybe I just said it online, that the rumor was that Chandler Riggs was wanting off the show because um, he had actually quit. He was supposed to go to the University of Alabama, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, then he quit. and Roll the rumor. Tide. Yeah, the rumor was he quit so that he could go to L.A., move to L.A. and start doing this DJing thing, which he released his first song last week, blah, blah, blah. Did you hear his name, by the way, Scott? Mm-mm. His, his DJ name is Eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I needed to hear his reaction. <laughs> okay. Kim? <laughs> Well, in reality... <laughs> I can't imagine what the spelling's like. <laughs> it's a normal spelling. Yeah, it's actually a normal spelling. It's not screwed up. Oh, that's There's no shame. Z's or Y's or anything in there. <laughs> yeah, it's not I just thing. want to be like this big E and then clips. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's it wasn't... That wasn't the reason at all. It was actually Scott Gimple who made the decision because of the storyline that I had told you about earlier and that this really screwed up a lot of things for Chandler and that he was not anticipating being thrown off the show. Yeah. Um, and that he decided to quit school after the decision had been made to cut him out. So, and he had just bought a house and all that stuff and whatnot. So, but he's saying that he's really happy that it all happened that way because now he gets to explore things that he's never been able to explore in the past, what, eight years that he's been on the show? Because mm-hmm. he's 18 now. Yeah. So I don't so, want to know about his exploration at 18. Oh, I know. But he did move to L.A. <laughs> so now Gimple is actually Eclipse. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it sounds like the, the Riggs family is kind of pissed off at Scott Gimple. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it sounds like anybody was happy about it. No, and even Norman, I mean, not Norman Reedus, Andrew Lincoln was mm-hmm. not very happy. And he said it's like the hardest character death he's ever gone through in the past eight years. Right. And he said this was the hardest. Losing Stephen was the thought of the journey without Stephen and the cast was unbearable. But this is, I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. So um, he said that. Oh, and then he even went to say, he said, he Rick is not Judith's father. So he confirms that he does not think he's Judith's father, but he's her dad. And of course, Michonne, they're in love. But this is, there are times in the back eight that I felt the show was very courageous and that we did not know what we were doing, but he's lost the thing that he's fighting this war for. And that has mm-hmm. a huge effect on him and it changes him irrevocably. Yeah. It's like, how much does Rick need to lose? He's lost everything now. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean he's still got Judith. Judith's yeah. not his kid, though. That's what yeah, he's saying. Yeah, but he's his kid. Yeah. She's his kid. Yeah. Doesn't have to be biological. So, um, and then Scott Gimple did an interview after this show aired, and he, some the interviewer asked him, like, like, what's going on with the rest of the show? Like, is it going to continue into season nine because it hasn't been renewed yet? And Norman Reedus and Andrew Lincoln are up for contract renewals as well because their contracts end at the end of season eight. Hmm. And he said that the contracts, the renewal of those negotiations is holding the renewal process up 
for season nine, but that it mm-hmm. will happen and that mm-hmm. he sees it going. He sees the show lasting until at least season 10, but probably longer. Oh, yeah. I mean, geez, even if, you know, even if for some ungodly reason they couldn't get Norman Reedus and, and Andrew Lincoln to come back, they would have another season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would find a way to to draw at least a little bit a little bit more dollars out of this thing. Yeah, I mean, look at Z Nation. No one watches that. A lot more people watch it than <laughs> you would think. The people that show up at Walker Stalker, they're crazy. As long as they're creating that content, show. there'll be a lot of people watching the show. This is no true. matter what. This is true. Yeah, without a doubt. But hopefully, it don't just run into the ground. But along those lines, the ratings are out. <laughs> yeah. So. The lowest ratings for any mid-season finale since season two. Oh, really? Mm. They had 7.9 million viewers, which is still a shit ton of viewers. Season two Mm -hmm. had 6.6 million. But even so, the mid-season finale was still the highest rated show on TV that night with the talking dead. That's a big big drop. Huge drop. drop. And they used to pull in 14 million people. Wow. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with that last episode. That's... That's before that last episode aired. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. So I think we're it, not talking about people being unhappy with the last episode. This is people who didn't bother to watch. I bet people, I bet it'll bump up a little bit on this mid-season premiere just because people want to see what happens with Carl, like how he actually dies yeah. and whatnot. But I think they're in serious trouble. It's just not good. I think people are tired of it. Tired of the flaws like we've mentioned before and... A lot of things have changed. The whole feel of the show has I changed also, over the past I couple years. I also think, believe it or not, I also think that that fear is catching up in the interest. Yeah, because people. it's something new and, and fresh. Right. And I think that some of the viewers that would be watching The Walking Dead might be switching over just to watch that show instead. Well, I hope, I hope the fact not that... Not that they'll give up on The Walking Dead, but I mean... I hope the fact that people that are, that are kind of diminishing on wanting to watch The Walking Dead are not going to be dragging down fear at the same time, you know? I hope mm-hmm. the people that have been, you know, the people that have been watching both are not going to be like, eh, I don't want to watch Walking Dead anymore and forget fear at the same time. No, I don't think they will, especially since Morgan's going over. I think Morgan's going to add a lot to that show. Well, not only that, I mean, they're changing half the cast on that thing anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they're it adding a lot like, of people. Yeah. Yeah, tons. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I think a lot of people will be, the closer we get to that premiering, I think the more interest people are going to be showing about that. I don't think people are giving up on The Walking Dead, but I do think that there is more interest growing in fear. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if The Walking Dead is picking up any new viewers. No, there are definitely people giving up on The Walking Dead. We have friends that have been, are like diehard Walking Dead fans. Right. That are like, uh, yeah, I haven't really watched this season that much. Mm-hmm. True. Which is like, yeah. wow, really? Yeah. yeah. And they're so. in the TV business. Yeah, they were ones. Uh, that actually, one of them was um, set decorator on The Walking Dead yeah. in the first couple of seasons. And he's like, yeah, I haven't been watching it that much. So. Wow. Well, hopefully they're taking notice. I think they are. Not that they're know. doing anything about it. there may not be much they can do i know you know it may the story may have played itself out well you know i read an article that said um it was an opinion article about how one of the things they think they the only thing they can do at this point is get rid of scott gimple because he's the one that is the he's the head creator and he makes Mm -hmm. all the decisions and he's in charge of the writers he's got a formula 
Yeah. He's just too but, stuck but, to his but, formula. But, Kim, let me ask you this. I mean, you've read the comics and so forth. Uh, are there things in the future that would really spur a lot of interest? Oh, yes. If they were okay. brought to the show? Oh, oh. yes. Okay, let me, like, yeah. let me ask it in this way. Does it seem like at, at points when you go into the war with Negan, which is the definite thing that happens in the comic... Does, is there just this up and down of them fighting? Some get gain ground, they lose yeah. ga- ground, yeah. but it's just up and down and up and down and up and down forever. Yeah. It it lasted a good three or four episodes or um um books books, books. Yeah. yeah okay. But I guess what Stu's talking about is not just with Negan, but I mean, do they just do they get they just get into one situation after one situation after one situation yes. like that going on and on and not on. so much like the TV show is but there was constant fighting for like three three issues or so yeah mm-hmm. okay because I mean the the way they're setting it up with the with the Negan thing right now in the sanctuary is that it's just it this could just keep going on and on and on oh right. they'll wrap it up you by know? the end of the season I, I think yeah. No, I, I agree with you, and and maybe they maybe they need to uh, they better strike out for a new locale. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like the all-out war really hasn't even happened yet, in my opinion. Like mm. shit's about to go down, right? I think, and right. if okay. it does go down the way I'm Whoa. hoping it goes down, Whoa. it'll be awesome. Are you spoiling stuff right now? No. Okay. I mean, it's fucking all-out war. What do you expect? <laughs> Nothing has really happened yet. Damn. Language, there, please. there has been no real Come combat on. lit yet. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Okay. Well, good. So on that note, uh, The Walking Dead returns February 25th for the season eight mid-season premiere. God. Where none of our questions will be answered. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Or even addressed. But the story will move on. It will we'll be waiting with bated breath for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that yeah. means we have a big break in front of us. Mm-hmm. If there's anything you guys want us to cover, TV show, movie-wise, let us know, and we will try to work it in. And if you would like to write to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at fearmepod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast, and on the web at fearmepodcast.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. On that note, Kim, wrap this shit up. No.